You're listening to The Real Well Show with Kathy Fetke, the real estate investor's resource. Well, it's that time of year again, the new year, when everybody's invigorated and re-energized and ready to focus on the new year. And who better to help us with that process than my business partner and life partner, Rich Fetke. Welcome to The Real Well Show, Rich. Thank you. I wonder what episode this is This is for me, how many Real Well shows I've done. It's up there. It's a lot, considering <laughs> The Real Well Show started around 2005. So yeah, yeah it's yeah, almost 20 sure. years. Yeah. <laughs> Honored to be here as always. Yeah. And you've been coaching and helping people for much longer than that. I think when we first met in uh, 1995, yep. uh, you were a personal trainer, but you were helping, well, you had also owned a gym, sold yep. that business, and were, you were starting personal training studios in California, moved across the country. And you found that so many of your clients wanted more than just advice on how to get better in better shape. Absolutely. So then you became a coach, gosh, over almost 30 years ago. Yeah, and you've been helping people. <laughs> yeah, you've been helping people get clear on what they really want in life whether it's you know in, in getting in better shape whether it's building their business having better relationships for a long time now and you seem to know the ingredients for that so let's focus on that today the beginning of 2024 Sounds awesome. Yeah. You know, I learned the ingredients. <laughs> I definitely did not have those ingredients growing up. Uh, you know, diagnosed hyperkinetic, which is today's ADHD, didn't even graduate with my high school class, really thought I was a, a loser and always would be. And then it was bodybuilding and weightlifting that really changed things for me. I started to learn about discipline and getting focused and following through on things and setting big goals and breaking them down into small steps. So that's where my obsession with all this came and then uh, applied it to myself. It worked so well. I was so into it that I started to share that with my clients and then with my coaching clients. So yeah, it's been really cool. And, and then sharing it with real wealth members over the years, how, you know, just did the focused investor webinar part one uh, at the end of December. And that was all about completing your year. And it was the 18th year I've delivered the focused investor webinar to our membership. So it's been a pretty cool journey. Yeah. And kind of going back to what you said about, uh, you know, when you were 17, you went from kind of scrawny and kicked around a little bit in school to yeah. mm -hmm. um, coming back your senior year buffed and, and commanding <laughs> respect, but also respect for yourself. And, and things changed for you that you start, you ended up starting a business and you were an award-winning bodybuilder and, uh, sold your business for a bunch of money back then. Mm -hmm. um, it's interesting because a lot of people don't understand the, the mind-body connection. When I was, I don't know, five or six, I was apparently dyslexic. And my mom put me in gymnastics. And there was something about the physical coordination of gymnastics yep. that um, straightened out my brain. I, I don't know. But it, you know, ever since then, I think I've been interested in that too and making sure that my physical body was in the kind of shape that could carry my soul and my brain and everything that I need to do with yeah, life. Yeah, it's cool. And that was just kind of an intuitive hit and just connecting that now. But there's been so much research on, you know, I love the work of Kelly McGonigal. She's a Stanford professor and she studied a lot of these things about, she wrote the, uh, what's it called? The Willpower Instinct is her book. And 
uh, so much research has been done about that mind-body connection uh, for discipline, that we can actually develop our discipline and make it stronger, our self-discipline, our willpower to do what is best for us, that we can actually develop that. And a lot of it can come through physical commitments, you know, getting a workout and even just going for a walk, things like that. Yeah, it's a game changer. Yeah, there are so many, so, so many um, new studies that kind of bring to light what's already known, what is... Yeah. But mothers have known for a long time, get some fresh air, you know, get some exercise. It is, it's been kind of interesting how some really highly educated people spend so much time on their brain and totally forget that they're connected to their body and haven't spent the time investing in or even studying how to keep your body healthy so that it can carry you uh, for a long time. It's unbelievable. I, you know, I just finished that book Outlive by Peter Atia, which was huge. It's on the shelf behind me, but up on the top shelf. Uh, and I think it's a 500 page book. It was a 15 hour audio book. But Peter Atia, what he does, he's an MD, used to be a cancer surgeon, and he was looking at what is this change? You know, why, how can we stop people from getting cancer? What can we do ahead of time? And what he calls the four horsemen, you know, everything from metabolic disease to heart disease to uh, neurological diseases you know, all these different things. And just that it's like, we're finding out the number one, what comes up in all the research, number one, most important thing, you think it was diet, it's exercise. Exercise is number one, diet's number two. They're both very important, but that's just, there's a physical connection, like you were saying, to one, taking care of our health for the long haul, but also what it does for our mental capacity. Yeah, it's, it's big to be able to stay focused and be disciplined. Yeah. So I hope as y'all are creating your, um, you know, your new year resolutions or goals for 2024, that something physical, a uh, physical goal will be added on there. It usually is, but Rich, so many times people fail, you know, if they're trying to get in better shape or lose weight or exercise, what's a way to make that more successful? And I, I bring this up because in that book, I think, I think it was that book, you said that sometimes if somebody's, if, if they haven't exercised at all, literally just a walk would change their lives, right? Uh, just a walk around the block. 73% of the U.S. population does not exercise. Wow. That's mind blowing. 73%. Yeah. And we wonder why cancer is up and heart disease is up and diabetes is up and obesity is up. You know, it's like, it's so simple, but you know, honestly, it's always just, just goes back to my personal training days. Start simple and small, mm. start simple and small. So many people think that if I, oh man, I, I'm going to start this thing starting, you know, January 1st, I'm going to kick it in and I'm going to train for an hour a day, every single day. And it's like, you don't have to, if just commit to going for a half hour walk, a 20 minute walk, three times a week, come up with a way to track that, come up with a way to have accountability, maybe get a partner who's going to walk with you. It can be as simple as that for just getting started. And if you're already exercising and you're looking at, okay, I want to take it to the next level. Like I'm in my countdown for two months until I turn 60. So I want to be in the best shape of my life when I'm 60. So, I mean, you know what I'm doing. I've got all these intentions and things set for what I'm going to do every single day. So if you are exercising, it's that make a bigger commitment. You know, it's like not so much that you can't do it, but something that you, and that's what commitment, that's the key word right there. It's like, what is it that you're going to commit to? And then really anchor it in and almost like step over the line saying, I am going to do this. I'm not going to quit. And then set up as many things as you can do to make it easy for yourself. Working out in the morning, people are 86% more 
uh, apt to work out if they do it in the morning. <laughs> I know it is for me. If I'm like, I'm going to work out later on, it's like often I'll be like, oh man, I'm so tired. I'll just do it tomorrow morning. When I do it in the morning, it happens every single time. And I'm going to give a very non-scientific uh, description of how I think bodies work. It's like if disease comes from just stagnation. You know, if you're sitting all day and, and you're not moving your body, think of it like, uh, I don't know, like you got to shake it up and move things around. Otherwise, disease can happen from, from just not circulating. Um, so I remember when we first met, you just wanted to see if I could touch my toes. Now, maybe you just... <laughs> Maybe that was just a, 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 a line, whatever. But I couldn't. When I first met you, I could not touch my toes. And, and you were a little bit shocked and maybe a little disgusted. <laughs> yeah, it was one of the tests I did as a physical therapist. I mean, um, a personal trainer. I was just seeing flexibility, different tests. And that was one of the simple tests. Um, yeah. Can you just slowly go down and touch your toes without bending your knees much? Uh, you know, a lot of people can't. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, and that's just kind of getting blood circulation into your brain. So that's another thing. Take, take a, just a walk that'll do wonders for your brain and then bend over and let the blood circulate to your brain. You can bend your knees. It doesn't have to be straight legged, but that just those two things will be mm. a game changer. Yeah. And, you know, I know we're talking very physical here, very physical yeah. body because it ties in is by coming back to I know this is the real wealth show. It's about creating real wealth, having the money and the freedom to live life on your own terms. So all this carries over. What I'm trying to connect is the importance of number one, focus and clarity. What is it that you really want? This goes back to my the first book I wrote, Focus, A Guide to Clarity Achievement back in 1998, was all about how do you get focused on what you really want? That's number one. And then how do you stay focused on it day by day, week by week, month by month, quarter by quarter, year by year? You know, how do you do that? So that that's the key. And that that's what we're talking about here, starting a new year is how do you create that clarity of focus, clarity of vision on what you really want in all different areas of your life? And then how do you commit to it? And how do you stay focused? It's, that's huge. So yeah, if you haven't, if y'all haven't watched Rich's webinars that he does, he does one at the end of every year. And then he does one at the beginning of every year. And the, yep. mm -hmm. the one at the end, you can, you can find all of these webinars on our website at realwealth.com. Just click on the learn tab and you'll see all the topics there. And, and Rich's most recent webinar will be there on how to wrap up your, your year. And then in January, you always yeah. do kind of how you refocus on the coming year. So uh, be, be sure to sign up for that. If, if you missed it, then there's the replay there for you. Take your time to go through it. We won't be able to go through all that on the show today, but Rich, you go through it in so much detail and it's changed so many lives. People mm. love uh, these sessions that you do. Yeah, January fourth is the uh, is that one. So if this show is out on <laughs> before January fourth, definitely tune in. It's on a Thursday at noon. And yeah, I mean, I loved it. I'm passionate about it. I'm obviously passionate about real estate investing and business and all that. But I'm also passionate, even more passionate about helping people be their best. You know, that's just that's my purpose. It's my passion. It's what I've been about since I learned how to do it myself. And, you know, and I still, you know, I'm still figuring it out. I'm still learning every single year, you know, me, I mean, I probably read, you know, at least 12 to 15 books every single year on growth on how we can get how I can get better. And, you know, I still drop the ball, I still flake on myself and all this, but it I'm much better than I used to be. And that's all that matters. What's some of your favorite recent books? 
Oh man, um, Arate, really good by Brian Johnson, just came out. Uh, he created Philosopher's Notes. I've been following Brian Johnson since 2007, I think. Uh, so this is a, a fantastic book that just came out called Arate, which is the uh, the old Stoic saying for you know a flourishing life, living a flourishing life. Uh, that's a great one. You know, Arnold's new book is really good. Um, be useful. That's it. Be useful. Some like seven steps for creating an extraordinary life. So, you know, Arnold was a big influence to me as a bodybuilder growing up and met him a few times. And he just not only as a bodybuilder, but as a, you know, someone who has a clear vision and goes after it and gets what he wants. Uh, so that's a great one. Um, and then I would say 10x is e easier than 2x. I'm almost done with that book right now by Dan Sullivan and Ben Hardy. Uh, they wrote Who Not How. Uh, a couple of those great ones. Be Your Future Self Now is a Ben Hardy book. But 10x is easier than 2x is also really good, not just for business, but also about really taking your life and how can you have your life be 10 times better. And it's it's about whole really about letting go of the things that you don't love doing, things that you're not great at. And when you really focus on putting you know, the focus on those things in your life that take you to the next level, then you can 10x your life in all areas. So that's a great one, too. And I do want to say that you did meet Arnold a few times and he wrote, um, he wrote a testimonial for your first book or your first yeah, success. success. Yeah. I was yeah. so honored on that. Yeah. It took me about, what was that? Three months to get him to get back to me and everything, but he did and gave me an awesome endorsement. So I was stoked on that. Yeah. And, and for those who'd like to see how much you looked like him when you were bodybuilding, how can people find your famous oh, YouTube video? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, uh, what is it? If you, if you go to YouTube and you type in 480 bench slap, I think it is because <laughs> my friends are slapping the crap out of my face <laughs> to get me motivated. And then, uh, and then after that, it's like, it shows me six later, uh, six months later where I was 270 pounds when I did the uh, 480 pound bench. And then that's where the commitment came in. I knew I had a bodybuilding contest six months later. So I lost 70 pounds of body fat and got ready for that show. And, uh, yeah, you know, those are good days. It, it it really made me who I am. And I learned so much from bodybuilding and that discipline and the follow through and knowing that you're going to be up on stage in some little tiny <laughs> bikini and with thousands of people looking at you is a very much a motivator to be ready on time on a certain date. So I've carried that over. I think you know that sometimes I have these these nightmares when I'm preparing for something like you and I are writing our, our book right now that's coming out next summer. And I have this, we have, we have a deadline of our manuscript by the end of January. So I have these dreams sometimes that I'm on stage, I'm, I'm fat, I'm out of shape, I'm pork white and all this stuff. And it's like, it's the, it's the old dreams of the old subconscious. That's like, don't not be ready. You gotta be ready on show day. And so it's like, if I feel behind on something, I often have that dream, which is really a nightmare. So <laughs> you can see how much of an influence it was on me uh, to, to have that goal. Okay. So coming back to how to really, really make 2024 your best year yet. Uh, you said, the first thing you said is make it simple, make it doable, because I, I know living with you that that's one of the things you say is success breeds success. So if you, if you get success in small things, then you'll, you'll take the next step and, and do a little more. If you take a big goal and fail, then you're just like, whatever, I didn't want that anyway, <laughs> or I can't do it. So totally. That's the first one is, is make it doable. Mm -hmm. And um, so that you create that, 
that part of your brain that says I can do this and gets addicted to it a little bit. Uh, what's next? Yeah. I mean, at first, a lot of times your brain says, I don't know if I can do that. You know, you got that inner gremlins that says you can't do that. You can't accomplish that. You know? So it's like starting there, it's like, you have to, and this is one of the things I learned from Dan Sullivan who founded strategic coach is it really starts with commitment. You can't wait until you have the confidence or the clarity or anything like that. It's commitments. Number one, when you say I'm committing to this, that's number one. So I think that's a huge part of that. And you know, it's so many people I talk to, they say, you know, oh man, it would be nice to be in shape or I wish I had that much money or I wish I could, you know, have the down payment for a house or wish I had a portfolio and all these things. And it's like the people that we know that have those things took the commitment and the discipline and the focus. So, uh, you know, I love that, that the answer to that is like a lot of people I've met who say, I wish I had that or whatever. Then they they follow that up, but but I'm just not that self disciplined. I don't have that discipline. I never have. It's the way I am. My family's like that, and that's just bull because we yeah. can develop our own discipline. Start small, and when you start doing things, um, it's called Hebb's law: neuron neurons that fire together wire together. So in your brain, each time you do something that is hard to do that you don't want to do, it's like you getting into the cold plunge. You know, I see you get into our 40 degree yeah. cold plunge. You know, you don't want to do it. You never want to do it, mm -hmm. but you do it because you know, it's strengthening your willpower. It's making you more committed, more focused. You get that great high afterwards too, but that's, that's what it comes down to. So it's and stop saying you want something and start saying, this is what I'm committed to. And this is what I'm going to do. And it ties into the start small, start small, come up with one little thing and say, you know, for the next 30 days, I'm going to walk for 20 minutes, three times a week and just do that. That's it. You don't have to do any more than that. Then after you've, you've done that for 30 days, then you say, wow, you know, your confidence is going to go up. Your belief in yourself, your, your willpower has developed. You've um, got new neural transmitters that are fired and neurons connecting that say that go into that part of your brain that is all about willpower and self-discipline. This is Kelly McGonigal's work. And all of a sudden you're like, oh, maybe I am a little bit more, have more willpower than I think. And all of a sudden you say, okay, now this next month, I'm going to start walking for 40 minutes, four times a week and just commit to that. So whatever it might be, and it could be walking and exercise. It could be getting out of bed before the, you know, right when the alarm goes off, it could be, um, getting to bed at a certain time. It could be putting your phone away when your kids are around and your, and your family's around, you know, all that stuff. It's like make one little commitment, stick to that, build your willpower and your self-discipline and then start adding on. So I think that's a huge part of it. And those limiting beliefs, listen, we are not those limiting beliefs. Those are thoughts we, that were given to us from our parents or our friends or society or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and, and the first step is really hearing it and noticing uh, a thought like, um, I'm, I, I hear this a lot, like, I, I'm just not disciplined or I, I'm just, that's not how I am. Or I was born this way. Yep. And when you, when you hear yourself say things like that, stop and, and, and just question it and notice it and, and, and maybe flip it. Like yeah. what if the thought flipped to, I am disciplined. Uh, you no, know, it's like, and you've heard me do it so many times with people. And it's like, I'm kind of a pain in the butt when I do it, you know, because people will say like, yeah, I'm not good at that. 
and I'll be like, well, that's a good affirmation. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, and then they're like, oh, okay, well, I'm learning how to be better at that. And they did yeah. catch it. So it is, it's about that awareness, that self-awareness of be careful of that inner dialogue. It's, yeah. I mean, we, we know it, but it's so true. And I would really like to encourage people to put on their list of 2024, 20, uh, you know, goals is to just research a little bit more about your body because uh you know again there's there's a lot of depression out there a lot of lethargy and oftentimes that will come from our diet and, and just the, the first thing is is grains and particularly wheat can really give brain fog and sugar for sure. So just the more you learn and, and realize, oh, I'm not just, I just don't have brain fog. It might be something simple I can change. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's what they spray those grains with, right? That's the yeah. huge things, whether it be rice or wheat or anything. It's like, yeah, really folic acid. <laughs> the minute Krista, our daughter gets off of, um, uh, of wheat, which we all love and it's in everything, she jumps out of bed early in the morning and is focused. But if she, yeah, she feels great, she feels happy, she's motivated. Yeah. 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 Those are, that's, that's the basic. Got to take care of this vessel. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. You know what? It comes down to even like, I was thinking about it this morning, like even with our financial house, getting that in order, it takes focus, it takes discipline, it takes willpower. It doesn't just happen. You know, if you want to build a solid portfolio, if you want to make sure that you're ready for retirement, if you want to pay less taxes, all these things, when it comes back to the wealth side of things, to the financial wealth, that takes a ton of discipline. You know, it's really, it's building your wealth team. It's consistent and really, honestly, it's consistent daily action. It's like, you know, I invest at least a half hour a day on our financial, you know, keeping things on track, reviewing things, you know, getting back to people, getting back to our tax attorney or our CPA, um, going over our portfolio, all that stuff. So again, all this stuff comes back to discipline, to discipline and focus. You know, that's it. So that's the biggest thing I can, you know, I want to share is around 2024. If you want to make it your best year yet, it's about getting clear on what you want, and then really developing that discipline to focus and follow through. Absolutely. But not too many things, right? Not too many yeah. things at once. What, what, how many things should we be focused on that we, you know, in life that we really, really want to change or really want to be great at or, or improve? I mean, this is research back to, it's the rule of three. You know, I didn't even know it was research back, but I just knew for me, I would get overwhelmed when I tried to focus on more than three goals. So, um, long ago when I wrote extreme success, um, I wrote a chapter called the rule of three and it was don't have more than three major goals because the brain gets confused. And now there's a whole bunch of research, especially from the University of Oregon. They did a, a big research study on this and they found that the most that the human brain can focus on is four things. And that's like the most effective, you know, smartest brains out there. So I'm, I've always been a big advocate of having no more than three major goals, having no more than three major new habits that you're putting into place because the brain gets confused. It's like, it's the combination thing. So if you have like, if you have three, it's, you can come, your brain can kind of combine it, sequence it like ABC, CBA, BCA. It's like a combination lock. When you add, it's like six different ways you can combine those things. But when you add a fourth, all of a sudden it goes up to, I forget what, I think it's like 16 different variations. You add a fifth, it goes up to 120 different variations. The way, the way it's, that's why combination locks have usually more than three, three numbers mm. on them, you know? So it's, it's just like that. So 
basically using the rule of three. Um, yeah, you're right on point with that. And it's like, what, what are the three most important goals for you to focus on in 2024? And you can have a whole bunch of goals, get them all out of your head, written down on the paper, and you can look at them consistently. But for your big three, know what, what are your big three for 2024? You know, what are those big things when you get to the end of the year? And then I love to work backwards with that. I love to come back and see if these are my big outcomes I want for this year. And I love to have maybe one professional, two personal, or maybe two, two professional, one personal, kind of get a mix and a balance there. But it's like, and I think it's really good to have like one physically, one for work and one for love, you know, something and, you know, what's important to you personally and, and for that connection type thing. And so what are those big three goals? And then you take your annuals and you, at the beginning of every quarter, so on January 1st, just say, okay, what am I going to do this quarter over the next three months for goal A? What do I want to accomplish for goal B? And what do I want to accomplish for goal C? And then you do that each quarter. And then so you kind of chunk it down. You take that big annual goal, you chunk it down to your quarterly goal. And then I take it the next step. Every month I look at, okay, if this is my quarterly goal, what am I going to do this month toward it? Each week I start my week and say, what's my game plan here? What is it I'm going to accomplish for goal A this week? And then every morning I'll take a look and say, okay, these are my big goals. I review them every single morning. It takes 15 minutes tops to look over these goals and your plans and all this stuff. And then you come back and you say, okay, what about today? What am I going to do today? What's the one thing by the time I get to the end of this day that I'm going to do for goal A? What's the one thing I'm going to do toward goal B? And what's the one thing toward goal C? And then surprise, surprise, you get to the end of the year and you're like, wow, I accomplished my big three most important things that were the life changers this year. So it's like, Again, chunking it down the big things, making it really stupid simple. And for years, you would just, it would just be handwritten for you and, you know, checking off boxes and so forth, looking at your binder. And, uh, but what, what kind of technologies can people use to, to simplify this process? You know, it's, it can go two different ways. Like, you know me, I'm super OCD and, and it's like, I kind of solved my ADHD with OCD. So I like, I go over the top. I have, I use an, an app called Done. D-O-N-E, uh, that our daughter Krista turned me on to. I just thanked her this morning for it. Uh, it's just an amazing app that just tracks your habits. So you put in what are the habits that you want to track? You put in those big three habits, and then it it can have little reminders. Uh, I have mine at 6 p.m. that'll give a little chime on my phone. I'll look down and I'll say, did you do this? I'm like, oh, man, I almost forgot. And it could be as simple as taking my supplements or getting a workout in. So that's a habit tracker. Um, you can write it down. There's so many different habit trackers and things like that. Uh, having a coach, I think, is a great idea where you're checking in with your coach once a week as well. Um, but then there's people like you, Kath, who is, you know, you're more free flowing and you just like you don't use all the stuff. You don't do the check boxes and everything, but you still have your rituals. You have your intentions like, you know, one of those is getting a workout in every day, some type of movement, right? Well, you know, I have to, I, I'm kinetic, kinesthetic. I, I need that. I, I know that. I think my work has been over the years, knowing myself and what makes me operate best. And I know I need fresh air. I know I need nature and exercise and, and the kids mm. know it, you know it. So I do have support of the family. If they know, if any of you notice that I'm 
not myself or more frustrated or irritated more quickly, you know that either I had coffee. So like, I love coffee, but it's not good for me. I get anxious and I don't feel like I can handle everything. But also if I don't get out and exercise and usually a sweaty exercise really helps me to release tension and pressure. But even if it's just to walk outside in the sunshine or doing some stretching on the lawn, whatever in the middle of the day is, is a game changer. So I, I just, I think I've learned over over time, what I need every day. And I'm pretty good about just sticking with rituals. Yeah. Just knowing another thing is just, I know what foods make me feel good and not good. Like I said, mm. I love caffeine. I wish I could drink it, but I can't. Uh, yeah. So I have you to like, find- You love caffeine for about half hour. <laughs> yeah. And it, it really, I get grouchy and mean and I'm not, I'm not myself. Mm. Um, and, and the same with, I, I, you know, I love sourdough bread. It's my favorite thing in the world, but it does cause, well, first of all, I have an allergic reaction. It causes coughing, but, um, you know, that cloudy headed feeling that so many mm. people feel like they, they don't know why they can't think clearly. And I'm telling you, look at your diet first, diet and yeah. exercise. The American diet is, like you said, um, there's, there's a lot of additives. It's not that wheat maybe a hundred years ago was bad for you, but today the way it's processed. And- yeah. And different in the U S too, you know, compared yeah. to Europe, you know, they, they, they're not allowed to spray folic acid over everything in Europe, you know, and that's yeah. why you can go there and you can have bread over there or pasta and it doesn't, you know, you don't feel like crap afterwards is, you know, just when you're in the U S so, you know, and it's coming back to that in the whole discipline and focus and willpower thing. That that's a key thing. It's like, if there was, if there was a pill that you could take that would give you more discipline and more focus and more energy, would you take it if it was free? (laughs) You know, it's like, and there is, it's called exercise. It's called eating, right? It's, you know, it's really some, and getting enough sleep, you know, Mm -hmm. really simple. It's like, it's going to have you more discipline and you're going to be more on track with your goals. You know, just like I was saying with the, when I'm, not on track if we're out at a conference and I'm having too many drinks and not you know able to eat good healthy foods as well uh I'm just off and when I come home I'm not as focused I'm not going to get in here into my office and spend that half hour on our financial order you know and going going over all that stuff so it all comes back to you know everything ties together yeah yeah exactly it's almost like you're always chasing the the bus or whatever <laughs> when you when you're off you know so you just yeah, can't yeah. get mm-hmm. it uh, yeah. whereas you know when 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 you're when you're doing that when you're eating well exercising taking care of your mental health um, then you're on the bus before everybody else <laughs> yeah yeah all and right. you know this is this is go over all this in the webinar I know a lot of our members at Real Wealth have some of them have done every year for the last 18 years or last 17 years. And they're going to, and I had someone just reach out and say, Hey, is your your webinar going to happen again this year? And I'm like, yeah. And it's like, he just, he didn't see the email for it. So, uh, that's, we're going to go over all this in that webinar and, you know, and then an hour long with, you know, we did the one we did for, uh, the year completion is about closing out your year, looking at what you learned, how you grew. Uh, it's really, you walk away with a one page plan or one pager. That's like, this is your year, your year in 2023. And then the one on January 4th is all about what do you want to create in 2024 and beyond? And we go all the way out to 2034 for creating that clear vision, your clear plan, what you really want, what's important to you, and then set intentions. So the webinars are, are great for like taking that to the next level and setting yourself up to win. And then we should also talk about the retreat. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, if, uh, 
check out, first of all, getting a coach. I highly recommend that. Rich and I were both trained at the Coaches Training Institute. They have a website. You can you can find a good coach there. There's lots of ways to find a coach, but that kind of accountability, even if it's just someone in your family, you know, like um, Krista and I just did a 21-day cleanse and having her next to me doing it with me helped us both get through it. Uh, but um, the next level is we are, every year now, we will be doing our new year uh, retreat. It's very small, 14 people yeah. at our home in Malibu. Uh, and that's that's a great way to get a lot of clarity. We spend two days, the first day really just getting super clear. And the second day, putting in the systems and processes in place so that you stick with it. And then yeah. we have calls, a few calls throughout the year, and, and there's so much group support. So you can find out about that at uh, MalibuMastermind.com. Yep. MalibuMastermind.com. It's, it's awesome. I just, man, the, the people who've gone through it in the past, the past retreats, just like, I mean, if you go to MalibuMastermind.com, you can see the testimonial video on different people and their reaction and everything. It's just so cool. And we just did a, we, what we do is um, six months after, and then, and then a year later, we do a check-in call with everyone, a Zoom meeting. And we just talk about how they're doing with those major three intentions that they set and the clarity. And it's just awesome to hear the stories of what people have created and what they've done because of the power of focus and because of the power of discipline and because of the power of that group support. You know, you get these like-minded people who are successful. They come in. That's what I love about the having only 14 people there is because you can get that intimacy, that real connection with other like-minded people and you end up becoming, you know, good friends who support each other for the long haul. And we have gourmet organic catering. So, uh, it's, it's delicious and we'll have beautiful hikes and walks on the beach and stuff. So we'll have a lot of fun too, but it's a powerful time. So we hope, we hope to, that you'll be one of the 14. I hope so. All right, Rich. Well, it's always so fun to have you here. I know that having you on is always a highlight for our listeners. So thank you for being here with us today on the real. Thank you. Thank you. It's always, always fun to be here. And thank you all for joining us here on The Real Well Show. Again, you can go to realwellshow.com. Just click on the Learn tab and you'll find our past webinars and, uh, and our current and future ones. Have a wonderful start of your new year. It's going to be a great year. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to realwealthshow.com.